on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for your Joey Life Hack. If you don't want mosquitoes or houseflies around your house, you need to have some basil. Basil apparently shoos them away. And then the bonus is you got basil in your house. I want to have a fresh herb garden. I just, I want to so bad. I was just talking to somebody a few days ago about having a fresh herb garden. I want I want some herbs. Really, I just want cilantro. And I would take some basil, too. My problem is, is I kill everything. Like, any plant, flowers, whatever, if I have it at the house, they always die. Like, for some reason, I could water them as much as they're supposed to be watered. I can do all the things. The sunlight, the care, talk to it. Sweet nothings. Whatever you need to do to keep a yeah, plant alive. Yeah, you're supposed to talk to plants. I can't, I can't do it. And so I'm like, well, if I do all this, these herbs, like, is it kind of the same thing? Am I going to kill them all? I don't know. But I'm with you on cilantro. Oh, my gosh. If I, I could just have fresh, I, I could eat cilantro. I could literally eat a handful of it right now. I, I, oh, okay. That's in, weird. In fact, the one thing I'm grateful for in my life is that I don't have that dish soap cilantro uh, thing in my, like, the gene in my body. Because mm-hmm. you know that. We've talked yeah. about it. Like, some people love it. Some people taste like soap. I used to judge people. And now I realize, no, it's oh, an actual you're thing. you're a cilantro oh, soap person. you're the one that hates cilantro. Well, I <laughs> hate you. So uh, if you want to get rid of mosquitoes and houseflies, plant some basil Smart. in your house. Okay, I saw this. So if you are looking to attract the opposite sex in your dating profile, there are words you need to use. You need to put in your bio. You need to put in your descriptor. Okay. The top words here. And when I, when I read these, y'all are going to be like, well, duh. Like, now, like, these aren't phrases or like quotes. This no. is like keywords almost. Within so this your is you. Bio. Let's say we're going to set up a Tinder for you. Okay. These are words that if you're looking to attract the most males to your profile, these are words you need to include in your profile. Okay. So we'll start with women. If you want a lot of men to try and match with you, these are the words you need to put in. Your profile. So these words are appealing to men. These words are appealing to men, and more men will be like, ooh, I'm interested. If you put beer, (laughs) sports, bars. Oh, my gosh. Gym, and my favorite, carnivore. (laughs) So if you can work in carnivore in your bio, Lauren, more men will be interested in you. So what does this mean? Men are looking for a woman. Yes, this is caveman, man. who, Who eat a lot of meat. Who work out at the gym and go to bars and drink a lot of beer. Can you imagine just some guy just talking with his buddies like, oh, I'm just looking for just looking for the perfect girl, man, that likes uh, beer, sports, bars, gyms, and is a carnivore. Like, is it that hard <laughs> to find? Right? So that, uh, like, that's... That so funny. Okay, those are the words you need okay. to use. I'm, I mean, the sports I can understand. Like, if I am looking for a soulmate, and so, and I'm a big sports fan. Yeah, it's a huge plus if someone says right. I love sports. The weirdest one for me is carnivore because I, I get it. Like, obviously, I'm not a guy, but I could understand how a man would be like, yeah, I'm looking for a woman who enjoys sports because I enjoy sports and maybe someone who likes to go to the gym because I like to go to the gym and maybe we can have a nice beer together. But the carnivore thing, I'm like, why does it matter the if carnivore. she's like a huge meat eater or not? And what? who says that? Like, I <laughs> love so meat. so weird. I've never described myself like around the, the office. The only time like, I use the word carnivore is literally when I'm describing types of dinosaurs exactly. to my toddler. I like, think this one's an herbivore. So <laughs> women, if you describe yourself as a beer and sports loving dinosaur, you are going to find a match. <laughs> but who, who sits around like at the office and is like, oh, what are your hobbies? Oh, I'm a carnivore. Just yep. a heads up. Eat a lot of meat. Vegetarians like, I'm an herbivore. Like, how great <laughs> is that? All right, so men, fellas, if you're listening, these are the words you need to include in your dating profile to attract the most okay. women. Non-smoker, 
travel. What if you are a smoker, though? You yeah. Just put non-smoker. Joey and Lauren told me to put non-smoker. This is going to work okay, out. Okay, so this attracts the most women to this, your dating profile. This attracts okay. the most women. Non-smoker, travel, dog, wine, and coffee. So women or men like to see the beer and women like to see the wine and coffee. Okay, I actually. And then dogs. I can totally see all of those making so much oh, sense. Can't you see it? Yes. Ladies love it. A guy holding a dog in a coffee traveling and like hiking the Grand Canyon. Yes. You'd be like. Stars in your I eyes. I would agree. I would think, at least in my opinion, I think all women would love to find a man who enjoys traveling, yeah, and who maybe has a sensitive side and and has a dog. Like I just want to like share a bottle of wine with you on a Friday <laughs> night after we've traveled with sip, our dogs sip and a coffee. Cup of coffee in the morning, and I don't want to go for a smoke break because I'm a non-smoker. Yeah, I know. I think those are pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. Basically. <laughs> men are looking for women that are like men and women are looking for men that, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like all the characteristics that fit them. What would you add? So say you are looking for the perfect person and in their dating profile, what would be a keyword that would attract you, Joey? I mean, is it weird if you put in your dating profile, you want kids or like you're a kids fan? No, I, I, ooh, I don't know. I think it's fine to put in a dating yeah. profile. I, I would, mm. So I don't like Mine to would me be naps. If a guy puts somewhere in his uh, profile that he enjoys a good nap, I'm I'm there because I also love a good nap. Yeah, you know what? Or I would say foodie. enjoys being lazy every now and again. Yeah, or foodie. Even though I hate the word foodie because I feel like it gets overused. But I would say someone that like, oh, I enjoy going out to restaurants because that's a big part of my life. Like, if you're a person that never likes to go out to eat, I can't be with you. Like, I really can't. I can't do every meal at home. It just drives me nuts. I don't want to have meatloaf. But be careful. When you say foodie, you sometimes will find people it's like fancy foodies. Yeah, and that's my problem. You're looking for like a fast food foodie. I need a fast foodie because I'm not a foodie. I'm a fast foodie. That's what I am. And that's what I am. So it's perfect. You can text us 68719. It's Joey and Lauren. Time to get caught up on what's trending with Joey and Lauren in the morning. This is actually hilarious. Guy Fieri. No, Fieri. Fieri? It it's technically Fietti. is Fieri, but it's spelled like Fieri. Gosh, I always he goes by both. No one's, okay. no one's going to be upset if he says Fieri or Fieri. We know Guy Fieri's iconic look, his bleached hair, yeah. spiky hair, and his little bleached goatee. He's the best. There's a story behind it. He says a friend of his is a hairdresser, and years ago, one day he's getting his hair done, and he just says, just, just do whatever you want. Like, whatever. I don't care. Bleach So it. the story is, uh, he had long hair at the time. And his hairdresser friend just gave him crap for it all the time. Ah, you need to do something with your hair. You need to fix your hair. So he's like, do it. He goes, fine. Do whatever you want. And she goes, whatever I want. And he goes, yeah. So then she does his hair. He looks in the mirror and he's like, wait a second. He thought maybe there was like remnants from the shampoo that was still in his hair. He had brown hair before. It was bleach blonde. And the rest is history. And And it has stayed that way. He died. You know, he has a blonde streak Mm -hmm. in his goatee. He has yeah, one he blonde it. streak. Yeah, he dyes his goatee. Yeah, so do you think he should give her a cut for his iconic look since it was, was her idea? I was the same thing. I think she should. Because it is his iconic look now. I wonder if he gets... I mean, he's probably gifted her a thing or two Here's something that will blow your mind. Floyd Mayweather, professional boxer, is a bald man. He is totally bald. His barber, who just shaves his head once a week with like a, you know, like shaving cream and everything, mm-hmm. makes $100,000 a year. Oh, my God. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Joey, could you imagine making 100K a year for shaving someone's head one time it's a week? straight up bald. He doesn't do anything. The guy doesn't have a goatee. It probably he takes he, him yep. 15 minutes, he 20 minutes. He makes $100,000 a year to shave 
a professional boxer okay, head and it's once, once a, a week. week. Yeah. Hang on a second. I'm doing some math. So how long do you think it takes him? 20 minutes? It's probably an he probably gives him an hour. hour. I would say he gives him an hour. Maybe he does a little massage or something, you know. So that's fifty two hours a year of work. Yeah. He makes a (laughs) hundred thousand I know. People work that in a week. He makes a hundred thousand dollars to shave a man's head once a week. I saw Pepsi is changing their logo for the first time in fifteen years. This is what it looks like. I'll show you, Joe. Oh, they're going Uh, back to throwback. It's kind of throwback. It's the black bold Pepsi look. With the kind of darker red and blue, it kind of so looks, looks like, a lot different. It kind of looks like a, the old Pepsi look. Kind of. I mean, I didn't. I'll be honest. The Pepsi, how I don't do well with logos that have lowercase letters, and they have lowercase letters. Oh, they do well. Not anymore. It's yeah, going they're going all caps. I just don't do well when big brands change their logo. I always get thrown off. Like when the Amazon app changed the face of the yeah, app like to a box. Yeah, yeah. It messed me up for weeks. What is your least favorite lowercase letter? <laughs> My least favorite lowercase letter. Yeah, like you hate it. Um, the I. That's literally what I was going to say. I was going to say I. And I've never voiced that in my life Neither until I. now. I have no idea why. I, I don't was like going the I. to say the lowercase I is my least favorite lowercase letter. <laughs> Hold, we are MFE, man. We are made for each other. Oh, what's your favorite? I'll tell you my favorite. It's funky. It's funky. Okay, one, two, three. Q. Y. Dang it. Yeah, it's it's the Q in... with the but little But we're close. Thing. The Y and the Q yeah, are very like similar. Flipped. Yeah. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> also, I saw a video of foxes or fox. Is multiple fox? I think multiple fox foxes? are called fox. Okay. What does the fox Foxen. say? This is what a fox says. <laughs> That's how foxes sound? That's creepy. So somebody is tickling. This is a person tickling fox. That doesn't sound like a dog. I would always picture they would sound like a dog. But that doesn't sound like a dog at all. They're laughing. They're giggling. No, I I think it's funny. I also think (laughs) like I've never I've never heard a fox before in my life. It's like that song. And a woman has spent thirteen point five thousand dollars, so thirteen hundred five hundred dollars getting her driver's license because it has taken her 960 times to pass. Yeah, I just don't think driving for you. She just succeeded on her 960th attempt. Oh, my god! 15 years. I just don't <laughs> think driving's for you. I really don't. I really don't. Wow. Never give up on your dreams. I guess so. Never give up on your dreams. And those are some of your trending stories. Hello. Hey, Green. Hey, uh, I'm looking for Sandra. Yeah, this is Sandra. Hi. Sa- Sandra, hi. It is Chris. Chris, what? Um, we have a cake reserved with you. You guys are doing our wedding cake in a couple weeks. My fiance is uh, Jessica. Yes, hi. Of hi. Course. Yeah, what can I do for you? Well, I just want to give you a call. So I need a little favor for you. I want to pull off a little wedding cake surprise. And I couldn't tell you, obviously, uh-huh. in person. But me and uh, Jessica have been having a little bit of a prank war, like, Two nights ago, um, she put sour cream instead of whipped cream on an ice cream sundae. And so I want to change our wedding cake, and I don't want you to make a cake at all. I want you to cover a bunch of dirt in frosting, and then it's just going to be dirt. <laughs> and, and and so I just want to give you a call. I, I, like, this will be the ultimate prank. Um, so, yeah, so just replace the cake with dirt, if that makes sense. Um, that's That's so funny. So I'm sorry. I'm just like a little confused. So 
Do you want to order an additional cake for a joke cake? With uh, No, I understand what you're saying. No, no, no. The ultimate prank is going to be I don't want any cake. I want it to all be dirt. So, so we're gonna we're gonna slice the cake, and mud's gonna come out, and she's gonna be like, "What is this?" And I'm gonna be like, "Got you, Jessica." And then no one gets cake. So it's actually easier for you because you don't need to bake anything. You just need to grab some dirt and put some frost. Like, make it look like our cake, but I just want it to be full of dirt. Okay, Chris, I'm so sorry. Like, I think it's funny that you guys, um, you know, pull the jokes on each other, but I I, I don't even know. It's a complicated process. Making a cake and a cake well, out I of can, dirt, like I, I don't, I wouldn't even know probably how to do that. Okay, well, or, I think I, I looked it up. It's like some, so you can put some flour in it. What do you need the dirt? I can literally, I want to prank her so bad. Let me get a wheelbarrow, and I can, I can honestly be at your place in like three hours from now, and I'll just bring the dirt. Let's do that. So I'll drop off well, some I, dirt. <laughs> do you not want to do it? Like, think about it. It's hilarious. Well, like, wouldn't you laugh? It, well, I, I understand, like, I love jokes, too, but um, I just think that maybe you need to rethink this a little bit. Like, your cake is a very important part of the wedding, yeah. and I don't think that that's going to be um, the time for a joke like that. You know, but think about is, it. Um, think about it. Like, this is great for your business because everyone's going to be like, where'd you get that cake? And then, I'll, <laughs> and then I'll be like, Sandra made it. Oh, man, she's the worst. And then, like, everyone would have a laugh. Like, we'd be eating dirt. And I want to give it to, like, my mother-in-law, and then she eats dirt. Could you imagine? I No, I can't imagine, and I'm sorry, but that is not the kind of business that we want. Like, we don't do joke cakes. We, I mean, you know, we'll do reveals, you know. Yeah, like yeah, no, I get cakes, it. But That's, is- okay, so think of it, it's like a gender reveal, but the gender is dirt. It's like, oh, it's a dirt cake. <laughs> and, like, do you need some worms? I can get us some worms. So let me let me drop I, I, off. This is, do you know? No, please, please don't. Like this is not. We we don't do stuff like that. And I really feel like you need to rethink this. Like I am sure you can come up with a very funny joke to play. But the wedding day, like you only have one of these days in your life, hopefully. And I don't think that um, that you're really thinking this through. And I don't think that your fiance would appreciate that. Okay. So um, can we just cancel the cake? I, maybe. Oh, that's what we'll do. We'll just cancel the cake. And then there's no cake. And then again, we'll be like, Sandra. You've already put a deposit down. You can't just cancel the cake. And I'm feeling like maybe you need to talk to, like, a friend or a family member. Like, perhaps you're a little bit nervous with this coming up so soon. But this is not the time to be playing um, very serious jokes on someone who's probably already very stressed about this day coming up. Got it. Got it. Or, Or... Maybe I just need to talk to somebody else that works there. Like, uh, I know there is a David that works there. I believe uh, David's one of your co-owners, right? Is that correct? Absolutely. And I can guarantee that David is going to tell you the same thing, Chris. Or I could tell you that David uh, called me because this is Joey from Joey and Lauren and this is a phone jinx. And uh, they are not wanting to change it into a dirt cake. (laughs) It's a joke. (laughs) I was hoping you'd take the bait and do it. So David, what is going on? Yeah, David wanted to mess with you. He was hoping you'd be like, "Yes, let's do this." But obviously, that's not great for business—a dirt cake. Oh my god! I felt like this guy was like losing his yeah. marbles before his wedding, and kind of was mad, but yeah. also like. 
concerned. Also, you'd have a wedding and a divorce in the same day if he did that. And everyone, yes. yeah, like that would be the greatest thing ever. So uh, don't worry. <laughs> it's a normal wedding cake from what we understand. And uh, you can thank David for this one. All right. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, yes, that is hilarious. It's Joey and Lauren. Hear it again and all your favorite Phone Janks episodes on demand. It's time to make up or break up. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up time. So we have uh, Becca with us. Uh, She went out with Austin. Uh, She did say one thing. She's a little concerned. She just got back from vacation. And Mm -hmm. uh, so during the date, she did a lot of photo sharing. And she's like, you know what? Probably not a good idea in hindsight. Oh, like maybe it seemed kind of annoying. Yeah. Like, look at this this vacation I went on. I mean, Becca, the only advice I'd have is why don't you just post them all on Instagram like a regular person, you know? <laughs> why don't you just put it all on social media? Then you don't have to go through all the photo slideshow. I did already. Oh, okay. All right. Perfect. Okay. On Instagram. <laughs> so I do appreciate you, Becca, and the fact that you have kind of examined maybe what you, not saying wrong, did wrong, but maybe what could be a hang up. And you did say that. You just got back from vacation, and so you were like, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this, and maybe that was kind of a rubbed him the wrong way? I mean, it's the only thing I could think of. You know, conversation flowed. It was definitely longer than your typical first date, for sure. Um, I thought, actually, we were going to kiss at the end. I was hoping. But that didn't happen. Um, But, yeah, we we laughed a lot. We got along. It seems like we have a lot in common. So, Mm -hmm. Just replaying it so many times in my head, I, I really could only think of my, you know, my nerves took over. So, of course, I'm, like, showing him my vacation and my girlfriends and explaining everybody's backstories. And, I mean, he seemed interested. He was asking mm-hmm. questions, but maybe I was just too much. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I was rude or, or braggy. I didn't mean to be. My intentions were purely just to make conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was nervous. So, I, I just, I did what I usually do, which is just talk about my life and talk about mm-hmm. things. I don't know. I don't I know. It. I hope I didn't mess it up. Sometimes we can oh, get carried away. I so I understand that. It all really depends on the context yeah. too. So if you just, if you guys sat down and you're ordering appetizers and you go, want to see this awesome vacation I just went on? You like throw your phone in his face. That's <laughs> different than, so what have you been up to lately? Oh, you know, I actually just got back into town and he says, oh, from where? And you say, oh, from here. And then he asks to see photos. That I feel like is so different than if you just like threw it at him. So which one was it? Or was it kind of an in-betweeny? Um, I, I want to say I'm, I'm more of an introvert, so I need a little alcohol to break the ice, Got you it. know, okay. and, and to calm my nerves. So I think that it might've been in between, okay. you know, it might've been in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think I did it for too long. I showed him like maybe 10 or 12 pictures out of the album. Yeah. So I don't think that's like that. I, I mean, mean yeah. That. I mean that, and that to me is such a, it's a minuscule thing. Like I could, because that's not a normal you know, that's not a normal situation. So I, I think that's okay. So, Becca, let's do this. Let's play a song. Let's come back and let's call Austin, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. So, Becca with us. Austin is coming up next with Makeup or Breakup. Makeup or Breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup. So, here we go. Becca spent some time with us. I appreciate her honesty. She goes, you know what? The one thing maybe I could tell you was getting a little frustrated with is I... Uh, I was sharing a lot of vacation photos on my date. I just got back from vacation before this date, so I'm like, 
I wonder if he thought that You're I was trying to off. brag. Yeah. You know what? We should have asked her, missed opportunity, where she went on vacation. Oh. That's a huge difference. If she just went to Kansas and she's just showing him pictures of going to Kansas or something, much different than if she went to Europe so, or Bora Bora. Are you saying like, the more extravagant, the more of a rubbing in it? More, okay. No, not rubbing. The more interested someone would be to see photos. For instance, if I'm hanging out with somebody and I'm like, whoa, you just got back from Hawaii? Maybe I want to see photos. Not, oh, you were just in Wyoming? I don't really care to see those, oh, those photos. I, I'm sense? viewing it opposite. I'm saying that when you're like, oh, look at my private hut at Bora Bora, that to me feels more braggy. Oh, see, I'm feeling the opposite because I would be more interested in seeing the more I'm gonna extravagant I'm going to laugh if places. it has nothing to do with this. Like, if we're just spending Honestly, all this time. Like, you're right. You're right. Probably not. <laughs> all right, so we've got Austin's number. Let's talk to Austin. Hello? Hello, is this Austin? Yeah, who's this? Uh, Austin, hello. This is uh, this is Joey and Lauren from Joey and Lauren in the Morning. We're a morning radio show, and um, we are calling you on behalf of a, a girl you went on a date with named Becca. No, that's a lot, but um, did you go on a date with a girl named Becca? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, re- I remember Becca, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, hi, Austin, I'm Lauren. Not Becca. Um, I, <laughs> so, I guess true. So essentially the reason why we're calling, and I know it's totally random, um, but Be- Becca called us. She's a fan of our show. And on our show, we help people who basically can't get a hold of someone they went on a date with. So that's why we're calling you, trying to get some answers. Did something specific happen? Yeah, like why are you not texting her back, essentially? <clears throat> Listen, Becca, you know, had a had a great time She's cute. She, you know, we had a nice conversation, and you know, yeah, I was, I was attracted to her. But I don't know if, if things just moved maybe quickly. I don't know. I was just turned off by something she mm-hmm. said, and, and and you know, was it? Did it have anything to do with um, like her vacation? Because when we talked to her, she was super worried that she, she feels talked bad, yeah. too much about her <clears throat> recent vacation. No, no, no. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty cool and interesting. You know. Okay, so that all right, because that was that was a big conversation. Okay, so what you said? She said something or did something like what was offensive? Listen, I you know I don't I don't I don't have anything against this this type of thought. You know, everyone's has their own opinions about things, but you know, uh, at some point, I would like to have a family and children. And you know, she just flat out told me that you know she's not interested. She doesn't want to have children. Okay. My kids, you know, that type okay. of thing. Okay, so kids come up. She says... How did it go? I don't yeah. want kids. Well, yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm, 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 not, into, I'm not into children. I don't, you know, I don't want to have children. And that's like, uh, But everything was going so well until you said that. <laughs> Listen, I got to give you credit for bringing up kind of a big thing in the beginning. Because how would you feel if you guys dated for seven, eight months... And you're like, all right, I yeah, I definitely want kids. And someone's like, oh, I don't want kids at all. So I, uh, but yeah, but the argument could be Austin that she could be like, well, it's a first date. Like, why are you already thinking about having children with me? Whoa, whoa! Did you say you wanted to yeah, have children with her? No, no, no. I, I've never said that. But just, just in general, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, moving forward, you know, going in a second, third, fourth, you know, whatever it is. You know, if I have that in the back of my head, we're like, why am I dating this person for? You know, like, I want to have children, but she doesn't. So what are we doing? Well, why not say something, though? Like, instead of not calling her or texting her back, like, do you just feel like it would have been worse 
if you've said something or I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, like okay. it kind I of just, opens. You know, I try to put myself in his shoes, and someone telling me, you know, like, hey, listen, I don't like the way you think, so I don't want to date you. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's no, just, I actually right, fine. Let's just let it be. Oh, there's got to be a way to. There's got to be a middle ground between you're not ghosting someone and you're not saying because you don't want to have kids. I don't want to see you again. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can say, hey, out of respect of, to you, if my goal is to get married and have a family, I don't want to lead you down a path that you wouldn't want to be on. What's the right. point of us walking down? So I get that. That's a big conversation. Mm-hmm. And for a person you barely know. Well, now I feel bad <laughs> because us in the big conversation kind of is happening now because Becca is. That's um, true. She is on the phone. So she's obviously heard your concerns. And I think that's good that she knows. Yeah. Uh, hi, Becca. I mean, you heard. Hi. So, Becca, yeah. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. I don't know if this is a good match, right? If you don't want kids and he wants kids, I wouldn't suggest going out again. So, first of all, when we had this conversation, we're both in our late 20s. So, let's, okay. you know, pump the brakes for a second. I'm trying to get my career together. And I said to Austin, I'm not really into the idea of having kids, but who knows? I could change my mind. I didn't say to him, I absolutely positively do not want children. I'm on the fence. I don't know for sure. And that's great, Austin, that you know 100%. Congratulations. But I don't think that I should lose out on an opportunity to go on more dates with you and us to get to know each other. If I'm telling you it's not totally off the table, I'm just not sure. I think it's rude that you couldn't even text me or acknowledge my existence after that date. Like, I said something so wrong or so bad. Listen, it, it, it is a big, huge conversation, and we had just met. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel right just coming up to you like, you know what? You know, I don't like the way you think. I don't like the, your thought process. And, and as, as you said at the beginning of this, you know, you could possibly change your mind, but you could also, yeah. you know, not change your mind at all. And that's just my thought process. Okay, so and, Austin's know, obviously just, very hot oh, on it, I want kids. Not work out. You, you, yeah. you, that is a big but, thing for your future. So I get it. Like it seems more like a clash in lifestyle at this point right now. I, I also thought Austin. I think you painted the picture that she said, um, "Yeah, I'm never having kids. I'm not having kids." Yeah, Becca, you are saying the door is open, but Austin's like, "Yeah, but it's a roll of the dice." <laughs> but I'm like, why are we I having this conversation now? I feel like it could totally wait. But see, that's I my don't opinion. know. I actually think if more people talked about the big things on first dates, they would actually avoid problems later on. I don't know. It, it sounds like Austin, you still, even with her saying, "I could change my mind," you don't want to take that risk. You need to be with someone that says, "Oh, I want kids." Well, Becca, I don't, I don't think Becca's interested now. After no, all this uh, yeah, either, that's true, right? Becca. I guess I should ask you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I, all right. You know what? It's not even about his thought process about how I want kids or not want kids, yeah. whatever. It's the fact that he disrespected me. Mm-hmm. After a date that went way past the normal, you know, most dates are like two hours. Our date was like four hours. We talked nonstop. Oh, and wow. then you just ghosted me. Okay. So right. To me, that's a disrespect. And okay. I can't be with anyone who is disrespectful. So it's a hard, hard no. Austin, you and okay. I, we'll go. Yeah. let's go hang out as buddies because I have kids. So I can tell you about how crazy kids are <laughs> and how they're fun and crazy all in one. Sound good, man? All right, let's do it. We're throwing it back. It's Joey and Lauren's Throwback Thursday. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Throwback Thursday. We're throwing it back to what was your kid birthday meal? Not the not the cake and the ice cream. Oh, and maybe yeah. maybe you did, but at least how I was raised on your birthday, you got to choose all the meals. Now, Is did it, you go out? 
to no. eat, like at restaurants, or did you? Not until I was older. Okay. Not until I was yeah. older. When we were younger, there was too many kids, and my parents, that would have been too expensive. You know what? That would have been my gift. My gift would have been <laughs> Applebee's. Forget a present. Yeah. We're that, just going to go get dinner. So when I was younger, it was at the house. But yeah. I grew up with the birthday kid, got to choose breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? Is that how you were raised or not? Um, I was raised with choosing the birthday dinner. I don't okay, remember everything else. I just remember. Was breakfast. Yeah, I just remember like. What do you want for dinner? It's your birthday. Like, and my mom would make whatever my favorite is. Or we would go to a restaurant. But normally, I believe we would just have... Well, a lot of times it was like pizza, right? Like celebrate it, yeah. you know, whatever, pizza party or something. But there was always a meal that I got to choose, and it was dinner time. Um, so I'm actually going to give you two here. And that is okay. because I lived and grew up in a split household. Meaning, sometimes on my birthday, I was at my mom's house. Sometimes on my birthday, I was at my dad's house. Two separate states. divorce birthday. Two separate houses. Did you ever get two? Two birthdays? Yeah. Like, Did did your mom celebrate your birthday when you were with her and then when you were with your dad? Yeah. I mean, when I was young. I mean, as I got older, it's like, who cares? Was that a a nice bonus? I mean, divorce is never fun, but like... (laughs) I think it was fine. Yeah, I think it was all I knew. I'll just tell you that. Yeah. My parents divorced when I was a year old. I literally... Do not know anything else. You thought everyone got two birthdays. I yeah, I thought everyone had you know two sets of parents. I had a mom and a stepdad, and a dad and a stepmom. That's yeah. how I grew up. But at my mom's house, I think, I think I would uh, always request my mom's enchiladas. Oh, solid pick. That's a solid so birthday good. pick. And they're a white sauce oh, with the green chilies, like the cream cheese ones. Mm, so good, mommy. <laughs> I just turned twelve. <laughs> Give me some of them white cream cheese chicken enchiladas. You're going to hate on this one, though. You are going to murder it. Oh, no. When I go to my dad's house, I was obsessed with Hawaiian haystacks. Uh, My stepmom would make me Hawaiian haystacks, and it was like the greatest thing that ever happened to my little life. They are so bad. No, my stepmom really knew how to make it. You got the rice. If you don't know what it is, it's a lot weird. Of people don't know what it, it is. It's because it's weird and no one should eat so it. So it's rice. It's kind of just the smorgasbord of dinners. Way, it's not Hawaiian. I really no, don't it's think. Not. I don't think they do Hawaiian haystacks I, in Hawaii. I, I've been there. I think you're right. I think you're right. But it's like the smorgasbord of dinner. And my stepmom would make it. She'd have, you have rice as the base, and then this like this cream of chicken mixture. Yeah, it was like cream of top. chicken. It was like uh, chicken with cream of chicken. And then we would literally just line the table of different toppings, and we'd pass the toppings Did around. Did you have Everybody Chinese, to uh, those yep. Chinese noodles? Yep. yep. So we'd have Pineapple? Like peas and carrots so and weird. shredded cheese and <laughs> Chinese noodles. I, I want to meet the man or woman that created Who created the Hawaiian haystack? A it's so gross. Slices of pineapple or mandarin oranges, maybe some onion, just random obscure toppings. But it, for some reason as a kid, I was obsessed with it. It was my thing. Who created the Hawaiian haystack? Ella, a Seventh-day Adventist named Ella May Hartline is coming up for the, It was after church. It was a post-Seventh-day Adventist church It thing. was clean out the pantry yeah. and throw it on rice. <laughs> That's, it was like a big church gathering, it sounds like. Yeah, but they so had, that was, I loved it. I loved it so much. It was my thing every time I would uh, go visit my dad in the summertime. I'd like to meet this woman. I'd like to meet her and have a few words. What was with her. yours? Uh, mine was traditional. You had all this weird stuff. I I only had one birthday party. Sorry, <laughs> um, but I so the only time I could order a cheese pizza 
is on my birthday because Cheese for two pizza, reasons. Just for me. Yes. And that's and it was a very home alone inspired. But what I wanted for my birthday every year was cheese pizza. And it's the only day of the year we could get it because my parents thought it was the biggest waste of money. My parents I because, agree. Because they I go, actually agree. I never ordered cheese pizza because I'm like, I can get toppings for the same price. Hearing my dad order a cheese pizza hurt him because <laughs> it's the same price as like one with toppings. Like and pepperoni so it, sausage. It drove him nuts and he'd be like, I cannot believe because my parents are the most budget they're the oh, most yeah. two most of the most of budget. My yeah. parents too, yeah. And Frugal. so the idea of spending $12 for a cheese pizza and $12 for pepperoni and ham, like it's not even a question. You get the one with the more toppings. Not me. I want true. a cheese pizza. But so. I get it now as an adult. Now as an adult I'm like, no. It's same thing like in you, when you're at a fast food restaurant and you're eating inside, get a small drink. Why do you get a large? Yeah, it's free, free refills. refills. And refill it before you leave. Those are the things as I've gotten older, I realize now why my parents were sticklers on that. I will take a cheese pizza over a Hawaiian haystack any day. I'll pretty much take anything over a Hawaiian haystack. So is the enchiladas and the haystacks and pizza for you? Yeah, mine is like a kid. A kid wants pizza. You're like, can I get those Hawaiian haystacks? <laughs> I loved it. Craziness. Crunchy noodles. That is our throwback Thursday. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. I have a simple relationship question for anybody that's in a relationship. I mean, I'll start with you, but I want people to chime in. 68719. Text line is wide open for this because I'm really torn on it. And I'm trying not to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to sound balanced here, understand both sides. But let me just ask you this scenario. Lauren, when you are out, let's say you are in a committed relationship, you have a significant other. Whatever that means to you, you are dating someone, boyfriend, girl, whatever. It just doesn't matter. Committed relationship. Got it. Mm-hmm. You are out running errands. You're out and about running errands, dropping something off, picking something up, whatever. Is it a responsible thing to do to always reach out to your significant other when you are out and ask the question, do you need anything? Yes. Yes. 100% I think every scenario? 100%. I think if I am out now, let me ask you a follow-up question. If I'm running and getting groceries or something that's like a regular errand or going to the post office or something, I feel like that's different than if I were going through a drive through for myself, I absolutely am going to call my partner and say, hey, do you want anything? In fact, if I walk in the door with a brown bag of something, something for myself, and my partner looks at me, I would absolutely expect them to be like, but did you wh- give me anything? So does that mean if you're in a committed relationship, you can never for the rest of your life act on a whim on your way home and grab something? It's always got to be a phone call. It's got to be a text. If you are living together, especially if you are going home to that person. I don't know. I, I think I've changed my tune say, on hey, this. I'm driving through XYZ place. You name it. Coffee shop or fast food place. Do you want anything? Do so you want a drink? When you, when you ask that question. So let's say you're saying 100% of the time, if you are going to swing by a place, you need to ask your partner if they want anything, okay? Do you ask them if you can pick anything up from any place, or do you say, I am going to this location, do you want anything from this location? If I already have plans to go to that location, that's my question. If I'm free, willy, deciding I don't really know where I want to go yet, then I'll say, hey, I'm out, was thinking of picking up a drink, or was thinking of picking up a burger. Do you want one? Do you have a right as the person that's at home to text a different location than where they're at? So if I say, hey, I'm, I'm swinging through Taco Bell, do you do you have the right to text, say, uh, can you pick me up something from McDonald's? Uh, unless they're next to each other, no. 
Okay. If they're across the street from each other, sure. So I'm leaving work. I go into the gas station because I wanted to pick up a drink. And I did not ask. I did not send a text. I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And I, I sat there and I said, is that actually like a rule? Like, should I, no matter, because it was such a whim. I was not planning on it. Mm -hmm. It was the quickest thing. I was just especially thirsty. So I went in. So what, and what do I got to do? What if you don't text back in? Do, is there a text limit? Like, There's is it five options. minutes? There's two options in my opinion. And y'all can hate me for do it. I leave but a voicemail? option one is you can text or call and ask. Or option two is you just get someone something. No, I I've hate done that, that idea. before. Hate I've that idea. I have done that so many times where I'm out and I get myself something and then I'm just thinking of you or somebody else and I grab it. What if it's not I the right home? thing? It what should if, you should know if it's your longtime partner. You should know an idea of what I'm they really like. I'm really torn on this because and here's the problem. So I I drop by the gas station mm -hmm. after the show. Let's say I text you and you don't text back for five minutes. Am I supposed to wait in the gas station for five no, minutes? No, I would to just you, grab something. Just give me, uh, okay. this is great. Grab me two of whatever you were going to get. So if you were going to get a specific drink, just this grab two is, of them. This is bonkers. And then when you, go home, you come home, you're like, oh, I grabbed one for you too. And then, hey, it's a, it's a fail, what do they call it? A fail safe? Safe fail. Safe. What do we call it? Uh, fail, safe? fail safe, yeah. <laughs> a fail it's safe. a fail safe. So because, is there any because if I don't like it or I don't want it, you already know I you're going to like it. So now you have a second one. So there's no scenario. If you were in a relationship, to go swing by the gas station and not make any contact with your partner to ask if they want anything. And I'm not trying to sound like a jerk. I'm just saying, are those really the relationship rules? Um, if you are not going home right away, then yeah, I don't think you so, need to. Okay, I'm going to the gas station. I send a text. You do not respond. I just get something for myself. And then you text as I'm driving home. Now what? It's and a risk. That's and you, you text back and you say, I want a bag of flaming hot Cheetos. And I say, sorry, I'm already down the way. I'm almost to the neighborhood. Then that's fine. I'm like, ah, oh, well, I should have checked my phone. But oh if, I'm, what I'm saying is if it's the middle of the day and it's your lunch break and you're you're just getting out of the office and you're grabbing yourself a burrito, I don't expect mm. you to get anything for somebody Hold else because you're going back to work. I, I I will draw a line in the sand. If you're getting a full-blown lunch, I do think you need to offer that. Not in the middle of the day when it's your lunch break and you're going back to work. You're not going to get your partner oh, no, 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 something no, no, no. to eat. But I, I was saying like if I drop by to get a, a, a meal, yes. yes, I should ask. But if I am getting peach rings from the gas station, I got to send a text. Bags. Because then your partner right. can enjoy the bag, and then if they don't like it, you now have a second bag. Last thing here, and please text us, 68719. Are you with Lauren and saying 100% if you're in a relationship and they you guys live together, do you need to always, always ask if they want something while you're out? Let me ask I'm you this. I'm hard on this. Okay, I'm leaving to run an errand. I'm leaving the house, and I say, hey, do you need anything? Do you want me to pick you up something? You say no. I'm gone for 25 minutes. Do I still need to ask again on my way back? No, because I said no. But even I will if I'm tell gone you, an hour, I'll tell you what my attitude and my personality is. If I say you're leaving the house and I say no, no, I don't need anything, you come back with something for you. I'm gonna be jealous. Okay. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. I am not ready for this. I am not ready for this. I'm gonna bum a lot of people out. I'm not gonna lie. Don't don't say it like uh, that. It's kind of a. It's an eye-opening statistic, I guess I'll say that. Well, I, I will say this. It's like a quote I heard yesterday, and I can't stop thinking about it. And, and I don't know who said this quote. I, I just saw it literally on Instagram, but it says, just remember, you are living in the good old days. And I thought, you know, you're right. We always look back at the good old days, but guess what? We lived that at one point. So you are living in the good old days. So remember that. Mm, I beg to differ on some days. What some days I would say are not no, a good like, old day. I'm like, not going to look back in fond memory. Give me give me a quick memory of the good old days. Something that you can go back oh on. My a gosh. memory. Uh, my little play kitchen with my family at my grandma's house. 
All right. Well, when you were, I mean, <laughs> you being a little kid doesn't really help that. But when you're the first thing I thought when, of. when you're sitting at playing in my the kitchen, easy bake oven. When you were eating crap out of your easy bake oven, you needed to say to yourself, you know, this is the good old days. Oh, give me yours. Mine. Um, Just off the cuff. Good old days. Uh, pooping in the garden when I was four. See, you went back to childhood too. Those were the good old days. I can't poop in a garden anymore. If I do that, I'm getting arrested. All right, I'm getting arrested. Is that how you were potty trained? Maybe um, that's what we need to do. You know what? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I just, that's what I would do. I would just go and my parent, I never wanted to be inside. I think that was my problem mm-hmm. as a kid. Never. You loved being oh, outside. I, I, I was yeah. obsessed with it. So. Okay. Well, those are and were the good old days. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that is a good way to think. Right now yeah, in the sure, present. Sure. But I saw um, this graph, uh, a series of graphs, and I will probably post these up on our Instagram stories because it's pretty eye opening. But this graph, it shows hours per day on one side, and then underneath it says age. And it goes from like whatever age group it is per these graphs that I'm uh-huh. looking at. And I know that sounds confusing, but it talks about time spent with coworkers, time spent with friends, time spent with partner time spent with family, and time spent with children, and then time spent alone. Okay, got it. So it goes through all these all these times you spend Age with Age ranges, people. hours per day. Got it. Okay, so the first one shows time spent with coworkers. From the age range of about 15 to age 85, you can see it like fluctuate and go up and down, up and down. But really around like age 21 on to like age... 60. Yeah, you're spending a ton of time with them. It is skyrocketing high, right? I'm and then so it sick of seeing some of these people around the office, you know what I mean? But yeah, I get it. I'm right in the thick of it. It's kind of amazing. You realize how much time you spend with your yeah. coworkers. A lot of people could argue you spend more time with your coworkers than your family. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And then time spent with friends. It's kind of funny. It's super high in the teens and then, <laughs> and then it just drops. drops. I'm living that, man. It's like, Kids hey. Kids enjoy having friends now. It when, all ends. When was the last time I saw you? Seven months ago? And then you <laughs> act like it was just last weekend? Time spent with partner. Right around age 27, it really spikes high. And then it gets higher and higher and higher up to like age 78. Okay. Which is kind of sweet if you yeah. stick with your partner. Okay. Time spent with family. This is where I start okay, to get a little here sad. here we go. In the early years... The graph is all the way high. Yeah. It dips, it dips, it dips. It gets really low around age, let's say 27, and then levels out all the way to the end of your life, and it's pretty low. So you realize, but think about it. Think of your siblings. If you have siblings, I've got five siblings, and I don't see them nearly enough. I really don't. There's a couple of my siblings that I haven't seen in a year, in over a year. I'll see your year and raise you multiples. I know. I haven't seen my brother in a long time. I should call him. Oh call my. him right now. Call him right now. Anyway, the next one is one that actually made me cry when I first saw it. Time spent with your children. Okay. Don't do this. Lauren. So around do this. age like 27 and 30, like it goes way up because it's probably around the time you first start having yeah, kids. Yeah, and you're with them. You're attached to the 24-7. And this graph has the largest hump, like a sky-high hump. So the most hours you spend with a person is those early years of yep. childhood. and so it's high, 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 high up. And then right around the age of 48 to 51, it drops dramatically. And then it is just almost flatlined. And then Gosh. it just shows that once your kids grow up, yeah. you don't have you don't nearly as, as much time with them. And I'm like, my yeah. heart can't take it. I don't, you know what? Like it's, it's one of those, I, I, 
Yeah, I don't know who said. I think Jordan Peterson. If anybody knows who he is, right? He he's like a motivational guy or whatever. But there's a clip that went viral where he talks about like your kids between zero and four, and he's like, that is that is peak. That is a peak life experience. You will never get that time. But when your kids are zero to five again, I know because you after won't. that, just things change. It's so true. And then uh. the last graph, this one hurts too. Time spent alone. Okay. No, just, so the earlier years of your life, it's totally fluctuating up, up, down, up, down, up, down. It's very leveled out, right? You got family, yeah. you got coworkers, you got friends. Around the age of like uh, 69, it gets extremely high to age oh, 85. And, and it just, just shows really, yeah. life is in reverse. We're Benjamin yep. Button, whatever you want to call it. It's like the early stages of your life, you're in diapers and everybody's around you. The end stages of your life, you're in diapers and no one is around can you. I see the, can I see the kids graph? Because yeah, I just want to, because I, oh, Does that's that depressing. Sad? So it, to explain this, we'll put this on our I social will. media. Yeah, I'll put it on our The stories. kids graph looks like a mountain where literally it just goes, it mm-hmm. peaks and think and of a mountain. Dips. A mountain doesn't stay dips, tall long, right. and then it just dips. Mm-hmm. And you realize, wow, when you're with your kids and your kids are in your home, hold on to it. I'm going to let my kids live with me till they're, they're 30. They're like my age. They're okay. never going to yeah. move out if they were up to me. <laughs> Wake up laughing with Joey and Lauren. It's time for What Did We Learn on the show today. Now, uh, we learned about the top words that women search for men in dating profiles and men search for women. So if you're a woman seeking a man... The words you need to use in your dating profile are, yeah, check this out, beer, sports, bars, gym, and carnivore. <laughs> My gosh. It's like, just be search for a caveman, and there you go. You know what you should do? Let, let's do like a social experiment. Ladies, if you have a dating profile, change your bio. Delete everything in there and literally just put just all Just put caps. those words. No, no. Just put all caps, carnivore. And I want to see how many swipes you just get. Your, fo- your phone starts smoking out of the speaker. <laughs> just so many matches. By the way, for men, men, if you're seeking the ladies on your dating profile, you need to include non-smoker, travel, dog, wine, and coffee. I feel like non-smoker is a very interesting thing to put in your, your bio. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people are looking for a non-smoker, but I, it's just weird to like, Put to that put out there because I don't know that anybody would put smoker. Yeah, right. Or, or I mean, I guess. Well, depending on things yeah. like with drinking, drinking is such a social thing. If you don't drink, right. you probably want to put that out there. Yeah. Because then if they say, "Hey, you want to go out for drinks," and you got to be like, "Shirley Temple's on me," you know what I mean? Like yeah. you got that. Oh, so yeah, totally. Um, we asked you what are words you look for in dating profiles. This is hilarious. We have a lot of text on what you guys are looking for, but two in particular totally mirror each other in the opposite way. This texter says, I love, love, love when I see a guy put the word family in his bio or talks about how he loves to spend time with his family. Like, oh man, I love spending time with my parents or my siblings. You know, they like that. But this text right after it says, anyone who says they like to spend time with their family, it's a red flag. Normally they'll put (laughs) your family first or their family first. Oh, so if you say, like, oh, I love my mom, you're like, oh, you're telling me that your mom is going to come first no matter what. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just funny as those had popped up. I'm like, oh, that's random. Yeah, you're they're, like, okay. They're both the opposite. Um, This person says, anytime someone puts active in their dating profile, uh, I'm intrigued. This person says, definitely coffee. Um, I agree with the bars one because I enjoy going to bars. So, yeah, it just depends What's on your likes What's probably the most used? Do you think outdoors? I, do you think outdoors, outdoors is probably the most? It's got to be the most used word. Outdoors. I love to spend time outdoors. Hiking, maybe. And hiking, I always find that interesting. How many people put, I like to go hiking? And Legit then, do have they hiking. Hike? Yeah, do you have <laughs> hiking boots? Do you have a backpack? 
Do you like how what are we talking here? Because like sometimes walking up the stairs for me is a hike. Yeah. So me, that's what I want to know. Oh, here we go. Typical dating app bio ideas. Outdoors has to be number one. <laughs> About me Tinder bio examples. There's a oh, list okay. that people can use if they can't think of something. Oh, to that's put. nice. Just copy and paste something. I'm a sucker for love. I believe in love and I'm looking for my soulmate. I'm a foodie. I love to cook and eat, and I'm always trying new recipes. There it Ooh. is, yeah. I would I would swipe on that. You'd be down for that. I would swipe on that. How about I'm the real life of the party. I love to have fun and also enjoy spending time with friends and family. Okay. Those yeah. are all pretty good. I will say that when I see someone put like, oh, I like being active. Well, also, what does that mean? Are you going to the gym every day? Are you wanting to run marathons? Or True. Do you yeah. like to get it? You know what I mean? Like that, I feel like active and outdoors have a yeah. total wide range. Some people say they love the outdoors, but they don't want to go camping. I need the perfect blend. I need someone who enjoys being awful, lazy, binging, eating, just feeling like a slob, but then also is active and will go out and do stuff with me, ride bikes, hike or whatever it is. Yeah. Go for walks. I need the I need the blend. I need the best. I both feel worlds. like I would say I'm a chameleon. You need me to sit on the couch and eat funyuns for an hour straight. I can do that. You need me to put on shorts and act like yeah. I can do jumping jacks. Sure, I'll do that too. Also, one other thing, not that I'm out there on a on a dating app, but if I were to look for one, guys, do a spell check. Check your grammar. If I see bad grammar That's or misspelled so words, just saying, misspelled words. I, right. I'm just saying, do a spell I mean, check. There, there are autocorrects. You should be able to hopefully get it done. But <laughs> yeah, watch out where you put those semicolons or Lauren will never talk to you ever. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.